Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Basketball team and a baseball team. You know what I got in my front yard, Patrick? What is that? A squirrel. Oh, got plenty of those. Okay, a coyote. Rutting marks from a buck. Really? Well, they on, actually, on it's the rutting season. Okay. They, pl- they they're plow the yard. For, they're Joe looking, is showing them how to do that. They're out looking for girls. They're yes. They're out looking for girls. And they must sense one was around because they just tear up the sod. The uh-huh. stuff goes flying. And it's in a couple of yards around Yeah, us. they have no self-control. No, no. <laughs> they just, here it is. Even amongst the bucks. <laughs> yes. Undefeated. Current conditions. <laughs> right, it is. They will kill each other. They will run. They will put their heads down and run into each other for an hour to, of right. companionship. Okay, but I, I, the hu- for a little bit of a companionship. To, but they, the thing about them is they can take over like a, a harem, mm-hmm. you know, if they win the battle. They you can, and you yeah, over there. Can, take you in the back. Can, you over there. Come on up. They can take over the whole deal. So it's just, they're just not fighting over one gal. So well, and sometimes they sure shall them. tear up yards, I'll tell you oh, that. Really? Oh, really? That's God, amazing. Yes. So yeah. who diagnosed this for you? Uh, a neighbor was showing me his marks, and I said, damn it, I got the same marks. Uh, I went back and looked. Sure enough. So you can what, see what almost they, the hoof the hoof prints. So what are they doing? They're just... <laughs> It's, it's part just, of the and he pre-game. did. He went were, with the three prong hoof there. Were they fighting in your front yard? No, I think it's so uh, they get themselves jacked up. They're getting, they're getting ready they're for getting the fight. They're getting a pregame goal. Yes, right. So it's uh, <laughs> a, as that. You know what I used to call they're those? They get themselves you? pumped up. Real pumped up. Well, you know what I used to call those urges. urges. They get urges. They get urges. But see, it's a nice yard. Let's wreck this one. But see, this is this is where we've separated ourselves from the animals. But, but if you were in California, you wouldn't be able to see the rut marks because the grass would be that right. high. Right, can't have You can't cut it. You can't cut it. The grass would be high and nobody would be so it wouldn't be a problem. But humans draw the line, though. At some point, uh, you know, when those guys are, are fighting it out for the gals, one guy will say, she ain't worth wrecking the lawn for. <laughs> no, she ain't no. worth wrecking the lawn for. No, that. Getting, you can have you know, her. Getting rotted to death having somebody run into you. You know what's going to be great is uh, we always are getting new listeners. We're discovering that you yes. know, with the advent of our YouTube channel yep. and everything else. And people are going to meet. Oh, man, I wonder what they're talking about <laughs> after that big Vikings game. Yes. Packers and they finally the Monday Night uh, Sports Talk. Yes, <laughs> they're right. talking about bleeping deer. Well, that wasn't a very powerful victory, the Viking victory. Wasn't very powerful. You know what? Once again, they were fortunate they were playing the Detroit Lions, who even <laughs> even when they pull out the game, still figure out a way to lose they it. Do. Right? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, 
You just got beat by a 66-yard field goal in the same manner. You cannot play half-ass prevent defense with 37 seconds left when you got these guys kicking field goals from right, right. 60 on end. Uh, uh, what was the winner? 50. 55, I believe. Yeah. Those are 50-50 now. Those With most of the kickers, those are 50-50. Yep. You have to play the same defense that you played the whole game. You have to go after Kirk you stopped and him. make him uncomfortable. I, I got to tell you, though, you know I'm a lifelong diehard. I was so rooting for it to go wide right, just to oh, see Zim's so face one more time. What they should have done is let him, let the guy run the ball all the way down to the twenty-five. Then he would have missed it. Yeah, right. He's, he's good when it's fifty yeah, plus. He's, he's he's tremendous from fifty beyond from under begins forty-nine yarder. What did he do? He didn't yeah, get it. Detroit there. should have said, "No, no, come closer. Come on, yes. come on, right, go right, right here, right here." Yes. What did? Uh, what did I'm uh, looking for the ag at the stats here. Uh, I didn't see the game. Well, you didn't I miss did. much. It was I watched quite a bit of it. I watched. So uh, Cousins was 25 of 34 for 275 yards. Yeah, he threw one interception. He yeah. was he was he was okay. One touchdown. He was yeah. okay. But he's a playing the Lions. Who yeah. not only are the Lions, but they're the injured Lions. They have a yeah. bunch of injuries, and how you manage to. Uh, they, the last, Take it to the wire. The last two weeks, they've scored 26 points in the, in the modern NFL. Mm-hmm. That's impossible. Well, Justin Jefferson had 110 yards, I think, yeah. receiving in the first half. But then they went to the cloud defense, and oh, we just boy. stopped throwing to him. I, never, I didn't know. know he had a cloud defense. I don't defense. know. They, I saw him catch two when he was covered, so keep trying him, right? I would say, you know, when you need some yardage, throwing to him is probably not a bad idea. What do you think the former MSU Mankato Maverick was thinking with two minutes to go in the game and he hadn't caught one and he'd been targeted once? That feisty little SOB. I bet he was, his wife was getting ready to go on Twitter and rip everybody out. Talk about Thielen? Yeah. Right. Why didn't he get thrown to him? Cloud coverage, Pat just explained it. He was a decoy. I don't know what it was. They tried to throw to him once. I, I, my favorite play, though, you got to see this, Joe. Yeah. My favorite play is they're what third and five, right? Then mm-hmm. they're trying to get a drive going, and they they they're going to direct snap it to Madison, the halfback. But we got to fake out the Lions, so Kirk Cousins. Pretends like the ball's hiked oh, over no. his head. Oh no! Wait. He thrust his arms up in the air. Yeah. Like so, the whole like he's a pantomime. Went right way over my head. It, it went over my head, and then he turns around. And he stumbles, and I said, "He looked like me tripping over the door stoop back <laughs> in my drinking days." Yeah. <laughs> he looked like and then the Lions. Meanwhile, the guy gets caught for a three yard. They right. just suffocated. What a Throw a five-yard pass. And you know who we have to blame for that particular play? Brett Favre. Favre is the first person that started doing that way back. And everyone thinks it's cute now to root. Yeah, and especially with the fake. The decoy. Oh, what what is that? I keep hearing snippets of uh, the Vikings are too conservative. Have you heard that one? Well, they, you know, they, they did. Zimmer's conservative. The Zimmer and then Clint. We're now mad at Clint. We were happy with Clint a couple of weeks ago, but now we're not happy. Who do they got him. next? At Carolina. At, at Carolina. The yeah. If they, if they had lost Sunday, and then lost at Carolina, although Carolina came back to earth because the quarterback threw three interceptions and he isn't that good. But if they had lost those two, Zim wouldn't have made it through the bye week. I don't think he would have survived had they lost yesterday. 
Do you? I, yeah, I, I, I think, think he would have fired him before bye week. You, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah that's true because I forgot it's the uh, bye week after that. Yeah, but the bottom line is they aren't as good as we thought they were going to be. To me, they yeah. just aren't that good. Okay, well, the, the other part, too, is that's just I can't figure out. Their defense is almost at times just as bad as it was last year. That's the part I can't figure out. Yeah, they don't stop the run a lot better than they did last year, which everybody they got they got as many fat guys as you could possibly get in there and they Can uh, they beat Carolina? Oh yeah. 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 Can they beat Dallas? No. Um, no. Can they beat be... Baltimore? No. No. They no. can't beat the Chargers. No. no. They might they be the best Green team Bay? in football. Uh, yeah, they can beat Green Bay. They can beat Green Bay here, not yeah, there. Yeah. Can you beat San Francisco? No. Uh, no. And they're, they're at Detroit good. again. How about Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh's not very good this year. Chicago's playing pretty well. Yeah, they're playing very well defensively. Rams? Man. No. What a day for Chicago. My friend Lavelle was excited as hell. Oh, yeah. The Bears won. And the White. The White Sox the won. won. And the Sky won, too. Oh, the I Sky, didn't know the Sky the won. The Sky took a 1-0 lead in the WNBA Finals. Did you see, by the way, the White Sox, uh, I forget who it was, called out the Astros again. He said, man, it's just surprising how much better they hit at home than they do on the road. So well, they got six runs yesterday. Right, but I just thought that was kind of funny that we're going back to that well with the yeah. Astros again. I, I know we've talked about it a million times, but these are some of the longest baseball games Joe, in history. Yesterday, <laughs> we the quick one, the Whiteys and the uh, and the the, Ray, the Whiteys and the Astros. Astros. Four twenty-seven. That right. one. Woo! Four twenty-seven. Eight and a half innings. The other one, the thirteen inner. 13 inning or five, five almost 530. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, and the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. I have a question about through, that game. Through nine innings, the Tampa Bay Rays had used nine pitchers. So I have a question. I had a tirade that may or may not have been sponsored by Sierra Nevada uh, yesterday. The ground rule double that was called after the Boston Red Sox outfielder basically kicked the baseball into the bullpen. It's in the book. Though. It is in the book. But... What I thought was, I have always been under the impression that on a ground rule double, you can score a runner if it, it's clear and obvious that he was going to score. Because I can't believe they didn't allow him to yeah, He I was going to coast home. Yes, yes. And why they said only two bases. But the option has always been there to score a runner. If he's uh, in a position that he was because we all remember score. Jose Canseco with the ball off his head, that was ruled a home run. Yes, yeah, but this ball was on the ground. This ball. Okay, so that's the, the difference. Okay, this ball okay, hit the ground. Otherwise, if it comes off the fence, hits the guy in the chest, still in the air, and goes over the fence, then it's I a, think home it run. Is a home run. Okay, yeah, which would have been quite the play. Oh, I had a tirade. I was so mad about that call. So as we speak, Milwaukee's playing at Atlanta. It was zero zero. I'll see if I can the find Brewers your score. Have no hitting. Brewer, at two thirty, Houston is at Chicago. Yes, uh, which means Joe, go to the bank. Go, uh, you know, go take a walk. Yep. Do I can mow the lawn? Yep. Yeah, get it. It'll be the fifth inning when you get there. Tampa zeros. Bay at Boston at 6 p.m. Yes, that's it. I'm looking forward to that game. And then Frisco at L.A. 8.30 p.m. I'm afraid it's my, my Giants are in trouble. My mm-hmm. Giants, they managed. Logan Webb was great, but uh, I don't know. So I got a report on my visit to St. Thomas Homecoming. Mm-hmm. On Saturday. Yeah, the Valparaiso. I went over. They were playing Valparaiso. They had a crowd of, uh, they have originally announced 6,000-something, and then they made it officially 7,000-something. 
overflowing, and I parked over on Marshall about 12, 15 or so. So I walked by some houses, mm-hmm. and there was some pre-homecoming <laughs> hijinks mm-hmm. taking place in these yards. Mm-hmm. And Just as the way America yeah, intended it, damn it. And there, there a lot of indiscriminate hollering for no reason. You know, it didn't sound to me like there was a reason in the conversation. Okay. But there was some, if I was the father of a... Which I am, a, a senior. Woman, a Sophia young, was there at one young, of those houses. If I was a father of a young woman who was just maybe starting her college career at St. Thomas, I'd be nervous. uh, (laughs) There there seemed to be some alcohol (laughs) being consumed by people who weren't of legal drinking age. Well, answer me. Puzzle me this, Sherlock. Yes. How many of those kids do you think actually went to the game? I think most of them, because it was like, a Wisconsin game. Mm-hmm. It was it filled up about the uh, end of the first quarter. Mm-hmm. After what was kickoff? What down time? In the ends at one o'clock. One o'clock. Okay. How's that D one press box? Same as it always was. I <laughs> I tweeted out that yeah. same. Still got the same bugs, crap. huh? Yes. I said we've had families of wasps, hornets, and bees. <laughs> Who for generations? Right, just keep said, like UST. Keep coming back. This is our house. Home. This is our They're home. alumni. Yes, yeah. they are. They got the old crevices in there, and then they ooh, here they come. They have. It's, they haven't spent four dollars on the place. And, and uh, as you're as you're overlooking these beautiful buildings that they have, and mm-hmm. it's still just the. Uh, but uh, shed. I think now this is obviously it's homecoming, so that helps, right? And and it was a gorgeous day too. That helps. Yep. But I think they've sold. They've sold this. Now it's not St. John's. If it would have been St. John's, it would have had ten thousand there and would have. But I think they've sold this to the student to the students. The the switch from the MIT. The D the D one. Yeah. The difference is you're not going to get any visiting fans. Who did St. John's beat? It was fifty to fifty. Oh, Augsburg. Well. Isn't St. John's going to face this same pressure it's, from the MIAC? Yeah, well, I mean, it's the MIAC. You know what they've done? What? They got rid of one good team, one very good team, and added two lousy ones. Mm-hmm. St. Scholastica got beat 72-7 to by Gustavus. Holy mackerel. Wow. That's a St. Thomas 72 score. 72-7 wow. by Gustavus. And they got St. John's coming up. That'll be 100 if they want it to be. Yeah. And... And McAllister. Yeah. That's who they had added, McAllister. Was that game in St. Peter's Saturday? Uh, No, I believe it was up on, oh, it was at Mulaski Stadium. See, St. Scholastica doesn't even have a stadium. They play some of their games at Duluth and some of their games at the public school stadium. Okay. They have no facilities. They do not belong in this league at all. Did they even have a football team prior to this year? Yes, yes. They had one that was a powerhouse in the UMAC for a while. Oh, and then their coach quit. He, what the hell is Saint the John, UMAC? St. John's beat them in the playoffs 90 to nothing. Or UMAC? St. Scholastica. What is UMAC the UMAC? Is Upper Midwest Athletic Conference. Oh, I see right Martin here. Luther Little School in oh, New Alum. Okay. Uh, it used to be the Twin Rivers Conference. Yeah, is that right? It's the UMAC now and has been for a while. And okay. they, they have a hard time putting a football conference together. Well, Crown, out in your country. Sure, yeah. yeah. In the oh, they are. Okay. That's. Uh, we uh yeah. even by UMAC standards, Crown is struggling. But uh, I gotta I gotta give you this headline. I gotta find it on my Twitter is. account. This is from the Saint Scholastica. 
Where is it? Come on, show me my Twitter. I didn't bring my glasses, which is always a problem. Okay. Here. It is zero zero bottom of the fifth, by the way, in Atlanta. Uh, the damn Brewers pitch like great, yep. great, and they can't hit. All right. Here Where we go. Where the hell is it? Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to see. I thought he was going to complain about my eyesight. I said, those are just cheaters. Those aren't. Those are drugstores. Uh, hey, how about our soccer team, man? Last night. Yeah. They gave they up three goals while they were while they were long handed. The other team was down a short. Come on, they were down a man, and they gave up three goals. I have yet to be over to that uh, soccer stadium on a, a nice night. Yeah, I, I really stadium. can't wait. Beautiful. The only thing is, the yes, only sir. thing wrong with it is that they're playing soccer. Yeah. Where the hell is this thing? <laughs> I gotta find. That's it. what's wrong with it. Is there? Well, I'm on soccer. your account. What how are you looking the, for? How about this Breland man? He's a beauty, huh? Ooh. His pro football focus ranking was at 103, and after the contest yesterday, he is now 109 out of 112 eligible cornerbacks. That's how bad he has been playing this year. But he's still taunt here. The headline on the skate. Here we go. The headline on the Saints Scholastica website. Saints unable to get things going against the Gusties. Really? 72 to 7. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, Sinker, who used to be at McAllister, uh, told me about a headline in the Mac Daily, which celebrated Mac's rottenness. Said uh, The headline said, uh, Scott score first. Concordia rallies for ninety-one-seven victory. <laughs> That's uh, almost brew-like, isn't it? Yes. We scored first. <laughs> but the best one ever was Kurt Brown was the editor over there. Yeah. And when the losing streak was going, you know they lost national record fifty in a row, and they beat. And Tom Hosier came in. He was his second year as coach, and he was a hardcore redneck hard, and. They they beat Mount Scenario, a little tiny uh, Christian great Catholic, fun, great Catholic, football Catholic, program, yeah. Catholic school, a school that was defunct in two thousand two. It stopped playing. This was nineteen eighty, and they beat them seventeen to fourteen on a last minute field goal, and they Mac Weekly wrote like three graphs on the winning the losing streak ending. And suggested that the kick was wide left. <laughs> so, so, so their own school paper was ripping yeah, them all yeah, the time. Yeah, I'm making fun of them, yeah. So Hosier writes a letter to the editor, the Mac Weekly. I'm remembering this. Yeah, Mac, well, and accuses the staff yeah. of using advertising proceeds that the Mac I Weekly for oh. for. Uh, marijuana and cocaine. Huh. And Kurt Brown wrote an indignant response saying, We have never used any advertising proceeds for cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that whole story. <laughs> yes. yes. Sinker said they used to say, We don't have a drug problem at McAllister, there's plenty for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we never used any advertising proceeds for cocaine. They just got cocaine. the precious new president at McAllister. Oh, oh even more precious than the predecessor. Well, you're you're double paper. whammy here, I think, right? Let's see if it's in this paper. A lot of boxes were checked on this one. LBJD. Well, I, no, I don't, uh, don't know that. I don't, that. I don't know oh, that. Oh, speaking of that, Joe. There were um, a couple of boxes checked, though. First female Latino. That's what it was. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, Suzanne M. Rivera was inaugurated okay. Saturday as Mac's 17th president and the first woman and Latino to lead the school. All right. Well, speaking of that, uh, Patrick had mentioned the LGBTQ. Uh, Jordy sent us a note, Joe, and this is from the trusted news source, the Babylon Bee. Right. Experts predict the LGBT acronym could stretch around the earth three times by the year 2050. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. Oh. That's pretty good. <laughs> that is, by the way, the president of your university, uh, Julie, Julie Sullivan? Yeah. Yep. Is she a doctor, by the way? Is she a doctor? I'm sure they're all doctors. Dr. Sullivan, yes. uh, Well, during a, a break in the first quarter... There was an announcement that Julie was there and a long tribute to her fantastic leadership. Wonderful. And asking the crowd. I think Julie approved an announcement for Julie's fantastic leadership. I was, approve. Yes. <laughs> Stamp the approval. Did she read it herself? No, but uh I I I think it became it came with the approval of the high administration uh, that uh, that she's doing just a magnificent uh, job. You inspired me, by the way, Patrick. I took in number one Mankato versus number two St. Cloud on Saturday night at oh, six o'clock. Really? I, we got beat three to one. Yep. Huh? I, I I had a wedding Friday night. Otherwise, I would have gone down Friday. But because I know you were going to be down there, but I couldn't believe how packed that arena yes, was on Saturday yes. night. You know what? God, I worked in St. Cloud. I love the place. But St. Cloud's downtown sucks. It's Old know, Division they, Street. They, they just put building. If somebody wanted to have a little development, mm -hmm. they just let them close off streets, right? I mean, they got buildings sitting in the middle of the streets. <laughs> you can't find anything yeah. downtown anymore. You used to have a main street. Man, Cato's got her going. They got like hey. six, eight, ten bars up in that street there. and they got I will say this, having a first-hand account of Front Street on yeah. Saturday night about 4.30, 5 o'clock, she was jumping, baby. Free game, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good. Uh, How long to stay? Well, <laughs> you got, a guy's got to have a couple well, before you go they, into the what arena. What do they charge for a beer at the game? About six bucks? I, I didn't buy one okay. at the game. I had a couple beforehand. But they're uh, walking around with cans of beer. Too, oh, yeah. So, which yeah. could be dangerous. Well, here's what's funny. Yeah, if a hockey crowd got upset, they uh, they didn't. So they didn't sell uh, alcohol at that arena, which used to be called Midwest Wireless. I can't remember what it's called now. Until my junior year of college, so not until like ninety nine, two thousand, mm -hmm. did they start selling alcohol there. Well, it's in a situation like that when you're trying to finance a program, you you got you got to take the dollars, you know. Oh, you yeah, absolutely do. You got to take the. But dollars. the ch I haven't been in a number of years, but the changes they made—that's a great place to watch a oh, hockey you game. Should, you should go see the offices and the training facility and the locker room I bet. and everything. They spent a lot of money. Yeah. But they told Hastings, who's a great guy, when they covered a, hired him, that they promised him all these. Uh, Upgrades? Uh, all these upgrades. They didn't tell him he had to go out and raise the money. <laughs> <laughs> My first ever wild game, I was astonished to see people with, say, a Budweiser beer yes. in a bottle. Uh, and I said to my brother, this is nuts. Somebody yeah. will get sued. They'll throw him. And he said, plastics. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. Plastics, yes, yeah. That must have been about the advent of the plastic bottle era back so. in 2000, 2001. you talking about yeah, that. Yeah, you couldn't do, you couldn't really sell the old uh, broken beer. Not at a hockey game. Not at a hockey game. No. I, uh, so our boys finally start Wednesday in Colorado, is it? No, they're in Anaheim. Anaheim. In yeah. Anaheim. Yeah, Friday. It's Friday. Friday night. But the opener's 
two a week from then a week after that. On a it's Tuesday, next Tuesday. Right? Yeah, a week yep. from tomorrow. Yep. Well, that's. Uh, and we're excited. We're excited. You know, Kenny didn't want good. Patrick to jinx it, but I, I think. I think they're good. We'll get the Ruski back here, see if you he's know, still polished. Colorado. You're at Anaheim Friday. You're at Los Angeles Saturday. And, and then they're off and back here Tuesday? I believe so. Tuesday yeah. against the Avs? Who? I don't know. No, I can't I remember who they open up against. But if it's Nashville or I can't remember. Here's the deal. The Avs are the loaded team, right? Mm-hmm. Starting goalie, Darcy Kemper. Really? Yeah. I thought he was with the Coyotes. They let him go. That's, really? They got him from them. They had the Duber. They let the Duber go. Yeah, Who's Duber. between the pipes for the Wild? Well, the guy that carried him last year. Cam. What's his name? Cam Newton? No, not Cam Newton. Talbot. Cam Talbot. Cam Thank Talbot. you. Cam Talbot. Year. He had a great year. And they got, then Colorado spent no money for goalie. They got Kemper and they got some backup that's just a, a rookie who hasn't played. I got this info from Mr. Hockey Judd. So ah. I, it's not that I knew that Kemper was there. I didn't know he was the man. My favorite Judd, and, and I was reminded this past week, is when Judd's getting all worked up over preseason hockey. That's my favorite Judd on he Twitter. Goes to every game. Oh, he loves it. Yeah, it's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, <laughs> I finally had a text with Judd. It's preseason. Calm down. You're looking like me on social media. Yeah, I was talking the other night. He said, you coming to the game? I said, I just read in the paper they called up five guys from Des Moines. You know? Right. That means they're going to play tonight. I don't want to go see five guys from Des Moines. <laughs> I wouldn't go anyway. But, uh. Uh, it is, yeah, Anaheim the 15th, and then the 16th, the L.A. Kings. And then their home opener is against Winnipeg on the 19th. Ooh, wow. That's a little early to be playing Winnipeg. You hate to waste those Winnipeg games. Early in the year, you want them down here in the winter. Those Plus, winter, you want those, those coveted West Coast games where it's warm. You want those in January. Mm-hmm. Do you know who's in in our eight team Northwest? No, we're not Northwest. We Northwest. We're Northwest. I right? think so. Pacific. You know who's in our eight team Northwest division this Ooh. year? The Arizona Coyotes. Really? Well, they because, were last year too, weren't they? No. Oh. Well, well, yeah, because of the because of the uh, the change. But yeah. these we're back to the old okay. divisions. Are all NHL lid lifters Friday? Or no, no, I think they We got are some, in the central. Some, we're in the central okay. in the Western Conference. They got some uh Joe they got, Wednesday maybe. They got some third they got some opening night specials of defending cup champions. But the crack no, the crackheads are playing uh twenty eighth. The crackheads are playing the second game on uh, their national television. But ESPN, they're back on ESPN, which is uh, great for the NHL. Which means that ESPN will actually talk about the yes, hockey. Yes, they will, they will <laughs> bring it up again. And they have, like, four other outlets that are tied in with the ABC-type elements. They're going to be on some ABC national games. And then they got, I don't know, what else is ESPN? The Ocho? No, I don't think Ocho. <laughs> Yeah, they probably don't have to put it on the Spanish uh, language one, but they're going to have like a, they're going to hundreds of games between all the outlets. So, I discovered I have Major League Baseball Network. You just discovered that now, but not in the garage. Oh, really? Just in the house. Well, the MLB Network. Do I have Major League Hockey Network? I don't know. Major League Baseball has given up on their their TV package. To the point that they had a playoff game on an NFL Sunday on the MLB Network. Yeah. That was the outlet for it. Wow. The first game, the, the Rays-Red Sox game. Was, yeah. Yeah. 
they played the one that lasted. Do they just realize the they're not going to beat football? So yeah, what's the, the point? One that lasted for two days. Yeah. yeah, that's right. By the way, speaking of that, so I was on MLB.com and they have a story, gentlemen. When was your last or when was your team's last playoff victory? MLB.com. Ours was 2013. In, uh, the Twins? It was no. Against the, uh, it was against the 2004 first game against the Yankees. ALDS right? game one, October 5th, 2004 against the New York Yankees. And did we get hosed the next game on the Joe's double? Was yes, that the next I'm still game? Mad about I believe that. it was. That's that my 1998 game? Gary Anderson. Johan Santana throws a gem and a two to nothing win over the Yankees. But that's not the longest one. That's the second longest drought. Okay. Do you know who has the longest one? The Lions. <laughs> this, is, this would be baseball. Oh, baseball. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rook, you got a guess? White Sox. No. Oh, they just won God. the World Series. The series on five, yeah. Well, and Joe, by the way, the White Sox just won yesterday. Yes. That's okay. Right. <laughs> All right. I'll just, I'll, Cleveland. Nope. Because uh, Cleveland was in the World no, Series. Damn it. No, no. Uh, it is the Seattle Mariners. Oh, yes. October 20th of 2001, the ALCS Game 3. That was the team that won, what, 116? 116. Yeah. 116 and, and 46. Wow. And they haven't been to the playoffs since, correct? No, they have not. They uh, they almost made it, and then they lost the last two games this year. Otherwise, they would have been in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. So, But they got outscored by 50 runs, and we're still in playoff contention, and uh, which was made no sense whatsoever. But uh, are they one of those teams that has a lot of good young talent on the way too? Aren't they? I got a few. I'm not sure. Okay. I, you know, I don't. I don't focus on M's games. I I watch more Giants this year than I watched anybody. But uh, I was because I was a, a absolutely mystified by At how, how they, the hell are they doing they this? Have, but now that the now that the Dodgers beat them up one game today, you know, now you go to Game Three and you go to Game Three and oh, who am I breaking out? Scherzer. You know, you know. Where are we tonight? At Dodgerville? You were at LA, yeah. Two games at LA, yep. So they got to win one, and to get it back to San Francisco, I don't think they will. Nope, I don't think they will either. And if the Dodgers get on a roll, no one's beating them anyway. I don't I don't think. Not even my Rays. But the Rays aren't even going to get past Boston. They're going to end up screwing hey, this up. don't worry about it. They might. You think so? Yeah. Well, you know who the – I don't know if it became official, but the Red Sox potential starter for today's crucial game four? Hmm. Wiley Lefty Martin Perez. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was with them. <laughs> yeah, they former. can't start him in a playoff game. Well, they ran up. They I guess they probably don't have any the guy other they options. They were going to start today. Had to pitch five innings yesterday. Pavetta. So this morning I was reading Peter King's. He does that Monday morning quarterback deal, and he was just filleting Urban Meyer in it basically. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Yeah, he got advice from Jimmy Johnson and." Jimmy Johnson's 0-5 team, though, made one slight move that helped them 32 years ago. Today was the Herschel Walker oh, trade. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Remember those high expectations in that first run where the shoe game, came off? Let's go. Off. I think he kicked it off on purpose yes. just for dramatic effect. Here's your walker. shoe comes up. Oh, that was, uh, that was, that that was, was Alfred. Alfred Anderson. That's right. That was Alfred. Right. Yes, but... You, if you would have surveyed the crowd leaving the Metrodome after that game, Mike Lynn was a genius, right? Yes. After the Herschel Walker for debut against the Packers, against the Packers, right? Yeah, it, it was against Green Bay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it was a dumb f-ing play. We had when his foot was, uh, shoe was coming off up the line screen. We were hard take timeout. We had a f-ing trap play called, and and, and his, his f-ing 
f***ing shoe comes off. Never that, that, ain't, that ain't Bob Schnauker's fault. We have another f***ing trap play, and if, and if Finney picks up his f***ing feet, he walks in. Everybody booing the s*** out of him, he works his ass off. They put his picture up there, and the f***ers boo him. We'll never tire of that. No. As I told you, I forgot in the it. Burns family... When you turn 15, yep. they play the you Schnelker have to see tape. The unedited they, version. They play the, the Schnelker. It's the like a, uh, what's, it's like a, grandpa. it's oh. like a bar mitzvah. A celebration. Quinceanera or something like that. Welcome to the adult a side of the <laughs> You're leaving the kids' table now. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. right. Yes, Here's right. Grandpa Bernsey. <laughs> God, his sons-in-law thought he just, Debbie, they had story. I saw, as I yeah. told you, out at Fort Snelling and they're all... You know, four daughters and the four sons. Could you imagine just, having Bernsey as your father-in-law? Well, you oh. were. I gotta tell you. Did I tell you the Iran one? No. Oh. You know. You saw him in Iran. And his, and his his son-in-law is the greatest guy in the world, and thinks Bernsey's the greatest guy in the world. Right. But he's of Iranian descent. The kid is okay. The the, the son-in-law yeah. married was marrying dating his daughter. Right. And Bernsey calls somebody in and says, hey, 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 I got a question for you, you know. Uh, such and such, she's dating this guy from Iran. Yeah. Aren't we at war with Iran? <laughs> <laughs> he had to call in an expert. Said, the guy said yes, but not specifically him. Yeah. <laughs> but Bernsey had to call in a pro. Yeah. Yeah, she's bringing uh, Iranians and bringing war. Aren't we? And... and uh, the 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 guy I can't remember the son-in-law's name is he's a great guy and Mohammed he's, he's been yeah, he's been told the story uh, and he laughs harder at it than anybody <laughs> oh my god yeah. <laughs> 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 what a beauty oh, god. <laughs> he was uh, football then golf. Then the hell with the rest of it, you right? Know, guy, boating too. He had a boat out on the on the. Did he coach there. anywhere after he left here? No, no, God, no. That was it. Okay, ninety one. He was so he died. He was in his. How old was he? He had to be mid sixties, probably, huh? Okay. Yeah, I think he's a year older than Bud. Can't even go to the bank today. Oh, no, if you say Columbus, you're going to the bank, you're lying. Columbus Columbus slash, no, as Columbus slash Indigenous. As our guy JL Coven said, it's Indigo Girls Day. <laughs> when he did, what was he doing the Trump yeah. impersonation? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, he died in May of 2021. So how old was he? He was, holy buckets, he was what, 80? Close to 80? Who? Jerry Burns? When he gave up coaching? No, no, no. No, no, I was looking when he died. It was just 80, last May. Older than 93. 80. He was 93. 93. Like a steel almighty. trap you got there. God, you're a math whiz. Hey, aren't you? Hey, 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 study. <laughs> Do you ever, uh, how old are your grandkids? Yeah, they range from 20 to 1. Okay, so like the seven, eight year old. Yeah. You ever see him do math now? Yeah. The right answer isn't good enough. No, no, no. You got to show yep. your work. Mm -hmm. I said, I was talking to my grandson you know two months ago and i said well the end what's it was seven times eight right 56, 56. Right? yeah right i said he said no no you gotta show i haven't seen that part you gotta show oh, how yeah. you, you gotta show how you get there i said yeah you multiply seven times eight and it's 56, 56. that's Boom. how you get Boom. there you can't have the right answer you have to, you have to explain and, and if you and if you show your work and get a wrong answer you're 
you're going to be get more credit than if you just say have the right seven answer. times age 56. I suppose they're afraid of the calculator, huh? Yeah. Google. Yeah. So yes, Google. we're here and we're celebrating. It's called Columbus Day. Another radical left. They were saying it's the Indigo Girls People's <laughs> Day. And I said, no, it's not. Okay. You know, once you let them take away our great Columbus Day, they'll come for everything. They'll take Christmas next. You know, because that war on Christmas, we're still fighting it. And there's Sleepy Joe in there. I don't even know if we'll see Christmas. I excuse me. I don't even know if we'll see Christmas this year. That's how bad it is. But as I always do on Columbus Day to honor Columbus, I have lunch at Sabara's, one of our great Italian restaurants. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I order the a pepperoni pizza, because, you know, using the accent because not racist and very worldly. But I go to Sabara's and then I go off. I go off and uh, every year I use a Native American caddy okay, <laughs> to show sensitivity. So I go and I stop at Mohegan Sun Casino, which is, you know, Italians don't get their own casinos. But we were nice enough to give them to other people. But we're racist, right? We're racist for our left. And I get a blackjack dealer and I say, are you... Native American, and the person said, I'm actually Chinese American. And I said, Close enough, you're caddying for your president today. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> oh, God. I wonder, with not having Don around, does it hurt him? No, no, I think he's, he's still plugging He along. got a deal with somebody, if I'm not mistaken. But he'll just come on and do stuff. Mm. Randomly, as if oh. I'm still on the other side of the fence or, you know, oh, what I'm still laying in the weeds. Uh-huh. Oh, Indigo oh. Girls Day. Indigo, Indigo Girls Day. Girl. All right. I uh, I have a hard time pronouncing indigenous, so uh, indigenous. That's, that's bad enough. Because you're going indigenous. Indigenous. I'm making it like four syllables, and it's probably only two. Huh? Yes. Right? I, I have a, I have a added syllable problem. Yes. I do, yes. He's in the number of amateur ophthalmologists. <laughs> Hey, what about before we go? What about Zim and the uh, the cousins in, ex- in exchange? Zim was bad. I don't care what you think. So said. he yes. looked. He when looked. he gave him the push. Yeah, when he grabbed I him. So. When he grabbed him by the shirt, he was fine. But when he gave him the push, hard push, he was he was mad. Really? I Do you think he was he, startled by cousins grabbing I think him? He, no, I think the grab was okay because the grab. Okay. Yeah. You know, he's an old. He's sixty five or something. Right. When you grab, he's feeling scared, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden you gave wow. him a push. Wow, okay. He gave him a two-handed push, and he was agitated for about uh, he, he six, looked, seven seconds. He, he looked mad. like it. His face was mad. Well, he's had a lot of health problems. You push him like that in a crowded sideline, he could tip over, hit his head on this turf. And well, because mm-hmm. the security guard know what planet he's grabbed on. him, too, yes. he got after in the way. that. Yeah, he was, I don't care what anybody says, and today I'm sure they'll... Sugar Smooth it coat, over. Sugar coat it. Did he? Did anyone ask him about it after the game? Yeah, and they were. Yeah, well, no one. No, I mean he was brushing it off. Oh, okay. I didn't but, hear any of it. But just look at it. Yeah, know. I did. I agree the, with you. The video. Yeah. The video tells the truth. It didn't he look was, like fun. Hmm. No. Plus, See, he also might have thought we shouldn't be quite celebrating right. as wildly for beating, for beating the, Lions the Detroit Lions. Lifting up had, the guys that ten, twice when you're ten ahead with four minutes to go, and they you stop them in their territory. 
and you end up having to kick a 55-yard field goal to win. See, we did cover sports today. Yes, yes we, we did. did. Yes, we did. And that's oh, by the way, Pat there you go, and the show next year. I, uh, I got the look, by the way. I forgot to mention this yeah. to you. Friday night, we were at the wedding, and I had the phone up there while the, you know, they're giving the yeah. speeches, sure, we're eating yeah. the dinner, and she looked at me, and she said, what are you doing? Well, I was watching the Rays-Red Sox game oh, on, my, on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got the look. I got a, I got yeah. a Who's getting married? A relative? I think you sent a picture of that, didn't you? Yeah, I tweeted it out. Yeah. Yes, I Who did. Who was getting married? The uh, Faribault Lakers designated hitter Mitch Johnson tied the knot, Patrick. I bet Mitch really cared if you were paying attention to the speeches. Or In fact, he came up and said, what's the score? <laughs> See? Yeah. Uh, but a good baseball player getting married. Out of season. That's right. You always that's wait right. till after Labor Day. That's, that's right. The, uh, that's the Sturge County League rule, getting yep. married out of Labor go. Day. I got the look. Okay. Is that well, right. the look? That's the look. Oh, yeah. All yeah. right. You got her. <laughs> well, you still overachieved, Grant. 100%. Percent. Yes, you did. She's... I'm, I think she needs a clinical examination <laughs> between the ears, but that's okay. Monday Night Sports Talk. See you later. See you later. This is Patrick Gracie for The Canopy Group. Your kids are back in school, and when they get home, they do their homework, or they're supposed to do their homework. Why don't you do your homework? You have been with that same home and auto insurance company that has only one agent who represents only one insurance company for years. You deserve options. Let's face it, your insurance needs change as the years go by. Insurance companies' rates certainly change as the years go by. That is why the Canopy Group provides you with 16 options, not one, 16. Don't tell your kids, but you can outsource your homework to the Canopy Group. They will teach you how they find the best insurance coverage for the best price, not only today, but each and every year. Contact the Canopy Group at 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com and let them do the homework for you. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And as you've been hearing over the course of the last couple of months, Josh asks you one simple question, and that's always, do you know what you own? You see, Josh's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, well, they don't. They absolutely have no idea. Josh has also seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that those bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, know what you own. And you'll hear from Mr. Money Talk later today here in Garage Logic to give you a specialized report on the goings-on in the market today. Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. EcoFun has e-bikes in stock. And why is that important? Because every other bike retailer is out of stock and will not be getting new e-bikes until December or January. You can't even get one for Christmas from them. The weather is warming up, so if you are in the market for an e-bike scooter or ATV, go to EcoFun right now. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Talk with Tim Bloom. The owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, Tim and his family will help you select the e-bike that is right for you, and they will deliver it to your front door in the metro area. 
Right now, EcoFun has Bentelli e-bikes and Yamaha motor assist bikes in stock. EcoFun also carries the full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a wide variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com and tell Tim that that old bicycler Patrick Racy sent you.